0: Do you feel stuck? Has your podcast stopped gaining new listeners? Do you wish your community was more engaging? I know that a lack of engagement can make you feel like nobody cares about your podcast or nobody wants to hear what you have to say, but in most cases, that's simply not true. It's more likely that your loyal listeners just haven't found you yet. Your artwork, your titles, your descriptions haven't done enough to catch their eye. Now, I'm not here to sell you on an easy button. There will be some work involved. But the first step is to get another experienced set of eyes on your project. It can be difficult to objectively examine and evaluate your own work. So head over to thepodcastersguild.com and book a podcast audit. From there, we can work together to make sure your loyal listeners are able to find your show and understand why this is the show they've been looking for. Join me at thepodcastersguild.com and we'll get started today. I could not believe it. One single web page just brought in $1,172.45. It wasn't even my website or my product. This is when I realized the power of affiliate marketing. And today, I am going to share that power with you. So let's get to it. podcast better is for you the podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster who has a business a cause or a hobby that you're passionate about each week we'll take a closer look at the mental physical and technical skills necessary to produce a quality show that your fans will want to listen to thanks for sharing part of your day with me so that we can podcast better together Welcome, welcome, welcome fellow podcaster to another episode of Podcast Better. Today, as I mentioned in the last episode and in the intro, we are talking about affiliate marketing or affiliate sales. And it is one of my favorite things to talk about because it's one of the things that I have the most experience with. This is something that I've been doing since really like 2010, I started experimenting with it. And I finally found my groove in 2011, 2012, around there. That's when things really started taking off for me in the affiliate space. So the story I mentioned in the beginning was on an old site called Squidoo. Now, if you weren't in the affiliate space, you may not have heard about this. If you weren't in the information space, you may not have heard about this. I don't know who actually visited the site on a regular basis, but it is a site that I used quite frequently back in the day from a content generation standpoint. Squidoo was one of the brainchilds of Seth Godin, who is a well-respected marketer, and this was a revenue-sharing site. Like many other revenue-sharing sites, it depends on the amount of content and the quality of the content that you put out there, but the better your content, the better your rewards could be. So I had been using this platform for a few months, maybe a few years at this point, point. And I didn't have a lot of success early on, but by the time Christmas 2012 rolled around, I had kind of caught on that fads are something that you can really monetize. And it's something I could monetize pretty well on this platform. Basically, I needed to find a topic that I knew a lot of people were going to be searching for, searching for information about. And that's something that happens with fads, right? When something is new and hot and popular, everybody wants to know, what well, what is this thing? What does it do? Is it for me? What do I need to know about this thing? And I was able to get in early enough to jump on the train of one of these fads that I knew was gonna be temporary, but I was also able to learn a lot from the experience. So this particular fad that I'm talking about was the resurgence of the Furby. Now, if any of you are like me and grew up in the 90s, You know Furby very well, and you may have recalled that 10 to 15 years later in 2012, they came out with a new version of the Furby for the next generation. And between nostalgia and the Christmas release of this hot new toy that everybody's going to want, I knew that there was going to be people searching for information about Furby. And so I got to work. I found all the information I could about this Furby. I found out all the information about where you could find it, what colors it was gonna come in, all the new tricks and and things that this Furby could do that was especially different from the old version, and I pulled it all into this Squidoo article, or a lens, as they called it back then. But I didn't just stop there because I wasn't just there for the traffic. If I just left that page up and and let it get the traffic, I would've made some money Actually, I did make some money from Squidoo itself. Being a revenue sharing site, the more traffic I brought in, the more money they gave me. But that really wasn't that much. It was was maybe a few hundred dollars, but it wasn't what I was there for. Because I was talking about a physical product, I knew that there were sales to be made. And I was aware of the Amazon Associates program, which if you're not familiar with the Amazon Associates program, this is... Amazon's affiliate program. And as I started to explain in in the last episode, an affiliate program is basically where you are able to earn a commission if you send a company sales. So what I was doing is taking a special link that Amazon gave me, putting that link into my article that I wrote about the Furby, and then when all the traffic came to my page and they clicked through to the link to potentially buy the Furby, they would be sent to Amazon. When they make a purchase there, Amazon says, hey, Matt sent us this traffic, Matt sent us these sales, so we're going to pay Matt a commission, a percentage of the sale that we made. And what's so great about these affiliate sales is that it's a win for everybody. It's a win for the customer because you sent them in the right direction to find what they were looking for and hopefully gave them some information about their product along the way. It's a win for the company that you sent them to, in this case, Amazon because they made sales that maybe they wouldn't have made otherwise. The customer that ended up buying from them could have shopped at Walmart or Target or their little toy store down the street. And it's a win for you, or in this case, me, the affiliate, who built this web page, who built this funnel to send them to Amazon, because once they make that sale, once they make that purchase, I'm going to get a cut of that. And it's not costing the customer anything extra, It's just Amazon's actually making a little bit less because they are paying me part of the profits. And that's how it worked. I had one of the top pages about Furby during the 2012 holiday season. And in one single month, my affiliate sales brought in $1,172.45. I built one page on somebody else's website, used my affiliate links, and brought in a lot of money. And like I said, that was just the beginning. I've made many other sites since then that have gone on to make thirty to $50,000 a year strictly on affiliate sales. So I know I've been talking a lot about websites. And here at Podcast Better, obviously, first and foremost, we talk about podcasts. But they're all interconnected, right? Because they're all online in one way or another. And just because your podcast is in audio format doesn't mean you can't share online resources with people. It doesn't mean you can't recommend products to people. And so this is what we're getting into today. The first thing I wanted to answer is what are affiliate sales? Which I think I've done between the last episode and this episode. I hope you understand what affiliate sales are. It's when you are referring a customer to another company to buy something. And when they make a purchase, that company gives you a cut of the profits. They give you a commission. That's all it is, it's simple. It's a commission. So the next step in the process is finding a product for you to sell. What product or service can you sell? And now without knowing your exact niche, without knowing your exact topic, I can't give you that answer. But there are products out there related to your niche. One of the easiest places to check is Amazon. Go take your topic and type it into Amazon. See what pops up. See what products are there. I'm guessing even if there aren't any like physical products that you might use, I'm guessing there's at least one book written about your topic. So that might be the easiest place for you to start. Is there a book about your topic? If there's not a book, could you write a book? That's getting a little bit deeper. But right now, we're looking for other people's products. We're looking for products that exist right now. So start on Amazon. And if you find any type of products that are on Amazon, then you should sign up to be an Amazon associate. I'll be sure to put a link to the Amazon Associates program down in the show notes for you. Now, I will warn you, the percentages of the items you sell here on Amazon are not going to be great. There's not going to be, you're not getting 50% commissions on these things. But one extra benefit that doesn't happen everywhere is Amazon will pay you a commission on anything people buy through your link. So if people click to look at, Let's just use the Furby example. If people click to look at the Furby, but then they end up buying Hot Wheels or Legos, you would get a commission on those because they went through your link. And that's one of the biggest reasons I like to start people with Amazon, it's because there's such a wide range of things that you can choose from. And once you get people to Amazon's site, Amazon is very good at showing people things they might be interested in. But- This step, like I was talking about, first thing you need to do is find a product to sell. So if that product's on Amazon, great. If it's not, keep looking, go search Google. I'm sure there's someone out there selling a product related to your topic or niche. If you're having trouble with this, once again, please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to help you figure out where you can get started with this. So once you find a product or service, that you think works for your topic or niche, that you think your audience would be interested in, the next step is to become an affiliate for that company. Now, it may be as easy as filling out an online application if it's a public program like the Amazon Associates program where basically anybody can join. There are a few requirements and I I don't know what they are offhand, but it's pretty simple to join that program. And there are other programs that are similar to Amazon that are just open to the public. Anyone can apply. And you should be able to start referring people to through those links in a matter of days. Now, some companies may have more exclusive programs where you actually have to apply and they may not accept everybody. Or they just want to put that layer of application in there so they don't get the scammers trying to take advantage of their programs. So sometimes these are a little more in depth. Sometimes you have to show them where you will be promoting their product. They just want to make sure there's a certain level of professionalism that's going along with this. Now, if you find a product that you want to sell, that you want to represent, and you don't seem to see an affiliate program readily available on the company's website, that's not the end of the road for you. Sometimes companies just don't publicly promote their affiliate program. So it's always worth an email for you to ask if they have an affiliate program available. But even if they say, no, we don't currently have an affiliate program, ask if they're willing to start one or willing to do a, a one-off deal for you. Most companies won't turn down extra traffic or extra referrals for their products. If you can prove to them that you are going to bring them traffic and bring them sales that they wouldn't have otherwise gotten, even if they have to pay you a little bit to get those leads, to get that traffic, to get those sales, most companies aren't going to turn that down. Now, it's a little more labor intensive because they have to set up a new program, but there are you know, pre-built programs out there that can help you with affiliate sales, and that is something, once again, that I could help walk you through or help walk them through if that's something that you need to do or want to do. My point being though, is if you do the legwork and find the product and you know it's a perfect fit for your audience, you should be able to find a way to help everybody involved. Because remember what I said, the affiliate program is helping everybody. It's helping the customer find the perfect product for them. It's helping the company get more sales. And ultimately then, hopefully it's helping you to make a little bit money on the side. Now I did mention that the Amazon program, the percentage of the sales that you get are pretty low. Now, when you move into other private programs, those percentages are tend to go up. Whereas Amazon, you're probably only making three to five percent per product that you sell. When you get into some of these private affiliate programs, you should be seeing percentages anywhere from like 10 to 50%. It really depends on the product and the service and the company. But it's a lot easier to make a lot more money with some of these private programs. The difference is that you're probably only promoting one product as opposed to Amazon where there are literally millions of products to buy. So when you get into that private program and you're promoting that one product, you really, really, really need to make sure that it is a perfect fit for your audience. Otherwise, you're just wasting your time. You're wasting your time. You're wasting the company's time. You're wasting your listener's time. And that's something to keep in mind. Whenever you are advertising on your podcast, you want to make sure that you are not wasting anybody's time. You want to make sure that whatever you are advertising is the perfect fit for your listeners. Because as soon as you start advertising fly fishing equipment on your dog training podcast, you're going to lose a lot of listeners. You're going to get a lot of complaints. It's not going to be good for you. It's not good for the companies you're advertising for. It's not good for your listeners not good for anybody so keep that in mind as we move into this monetization section always think about your listeners so so far I've explained what affiliate sales are We've talked about finding products to sell products or services for you to sell and we've talked about how to become an affiliate for those programs once you have found your product once you've signed up to become an affiliate it's time to promote these products so there are two things I want to cover here where to promote and the legal implications that go along with it. So first of all, where you can promote these things? Well, naturally, the first place to do it is on your podcast, on the actual audio version of your podcast. So this one is a little bit tricky because as I've talked about before with calls to action, people typically aren't on their phones or at their computers when they are listening to your podcast. And so if you tell them to go visit a certain link, that's hard to get them to do especially if the link is a messy link. Because I will tell you right now, your affiliate links that you will get for these products are going to be a mess. It's gonna be something weird like amazon.com slash TQZRPO. Yeah, like, who's gonna remember that? No one's going to remember these things. And even if you write it down, like it, it, it's it's just a mess. You don't wanna deal with that. So what you want to do is find a service that will help you create short links or pretty links. That way you can tell them to go to something that's easy to remember. For example, if I tell you to go to the slash resources, that's pretty easy to remember, especially if you are familiar with the name of my site. So if you're already familiar with the Podcasters Guild, then trying to remember thepodcastersguild.com slash resources, one word, one extra word, it's pretty easy to remember. And as I say all the time, you want to make things convenient for your listener. The more convenient they are for your listener, the more likely they are to take action. So that's something to keep in mind when you're promoting things via audio. Now, the other thing that you should be doing is putting all these links that you mention. anytime you mention a link, put it down in the show notes because that's something that people can reference easier. Because if you have an hour long show and 45 minutes into the episode, You mention a link and that's the only time you mention it. They didn't look at the timestamp when you mentioned the link, so they don't remember where to go back to. They're not going to listen to a whole hour long episode again just to find that one link. But if they can just click on the episode and look, hey, down in the show notes, there's that link. Awesome. They might actually click on it. Similarly, this is why I say you should have a website. It's another place to host your show notes, but it's also another place that people just know they can go to find any information they need to about your podcast, about your episodes, about things you may have mentioned in the show. So this is episode 36. I hope by now you know that you can go to www.podcastbetter.io slash 36 and you'll find everything you need to know about this episode. Any links I mentioned, any contact information for me or any guests I may have, it's going to be right there on that page. So you can promote on your audio podcast you can promote it in your show notes you can promote it on your website you can promote it on your social media if you have twitter or facebook you can promote stuff there too it's not always that effective especially if they don't have any context to go along with it people can sniff out a sales pitch a mile away so it's going to be a little bit harder to get the sales there just by posting a link and saying hey buy this but once again if people need for reference If people have already listened to the show and then the next day you post, hey, here's that item I was talking about in the show, if you want to check out more about it, here's a link, then you might get some of your listeners to click on it. Or if you say, hey, here's the item I was talking about, I just did a review about it or I posted a video about it and you get them to click on that, that might get you some sales. You see where this is all starting to get interconnected? And the more value you can provide your listeners, the more likely you are to make sales, the more likely you are to make money. And that's what I've said in past episodes. Focus on your listeners. Focus on the content. Focus on providing value and you will be rewarded. You'll be rewarded with more listeners. You will be rewarded with loyalty. You will be rewarded in the long term with money. When you provide enough value, people want to thank you for that. They want to repay you. And if they can repay you, without spending any extra money, why not? That's why affiliate programs are so great. If you alert your people to the existence of them and say, hey, you were already going to buy this product, but you can help me out if you buy this product by clicking on this link first. It won't cost you anything extra, the company is just going to pay me something as a commission. So we have the podcast in the audio format, the show notes, the website, social media, and number five, you can actually promote in emails as well. Now this is going to vary a little bit from program to program. This works better with the private programs that will allow you to make sales via email. However, if you're using Amazon, do not promote via email. This is something that's in their terms of service. They do not allow you to put their links in emails. So just be aware of that. Now for a few other legal points I need to make. Now, once again, I am not a lawyer, This is not legal advice, but if you're going to start down the affiliate sales path, there are a few things you need to know. In the past, affiliate marketing has gotten a bad rap, and that's because there have been some shady characters that have used it, but it's really not a bad thing. Like I said, it's helping everybody that's involved, and as long as you are above ground, as long as you are honest about what you're doing, you're not gonna run into any problems. So be transparent, and that's exactly what the FTC... The Federal Trade Commission wants you to do if you are an affiliate marketer. Basically, what the FTC has declared is that you need to let people know whenever you are using affiliate links. So if you go to thepodcastersguild.com slash resources, you'll see at the top of the page that I have a big disclaimer saying, hey, down below our affiliate links, if you click them and make a purchase, I may make a profit off of it, but it's not costing you anything extra. So that disclaimer is a little bit above and beyond what's even necessary, but it's all about me being transparent. I want to let you know what's going on. I don't want to try to be shady, but the same thing goes anywhere you post affiliate links in the show notes on your website, on social media, on social media can be as simple as putting affiliate link in parentheses right after the link. Just let people know that it is an affiliate link. Or I believe it's acceptable to put hashtag ad, hashtag ad to let people know that, you may be receiving payment if people click through that link. But that's all it is. Just let people know that it's an affiliate link. You'll see this in my show notes. You'll sh- see this on my websites. Just let people know. Be straight with them. And as long as you're doing your job and providing value and making sure that people have a good reason to return the favor, people will be more than happy to click through those affiliate links for you. I do that with some people that I follow. If I find a product that I've seen either them recommend or them talk about, or sometimes I haven't necessarily seen them talk about, but I saw some somebody talk about it. And it's like, hey, I wonder if so-and-so has an affiliate link for this. And because I respect them and their opinion, I want to repay them for all they've done for me over the past few years. And so I'm going to try to help them out by using their affiliate links. And I hope that down the road, you might feel a similar way about me. I'm hoping that I'm providing you with enough value that... Maybe somewhere down the line when you're looking for a new product or a service that I've talked about and you finally decided it's time to buy, I hope you might come back to my website and say, hey, I wonder if he has an affiliate link for that. So as expected, this is a little bit longer episode, but affiliate sales and affiliate marketing are something that I have a little more experience with. It's something that I've been doing for a long time and it's something that I believe very strongly in. It's a very simple entry point into making money online. And that's exactly what you're doing when you're podcasting. You're trying to find out how to make money online. So affiliate marketing is the place to start. It's open to just about everybody. It's easy to find products to promote, and it can be quite lucrative. So I think that's a good introduction for you into affiliate marketing and how you can use it within your podcast. I'm going to leave it there today, but if you have any questions, please feel free to contact me. You can write me at matt at podcastbetter.io or you can go to the website and contact me through there. You can leave me a voicemail message over there. You can go to thepodcastersguild.com and click on the little chat icon and chat with me over there. However you want to get a hold of me, please reach out. I'm here to help you. I'm here to provide value. I'm here to help you podcast better. And we both know that you have a little extra money to spend there's a lot of things you can do better. So let's do this together. I'll see you next time. If you're starting a podcast soon, you're going to need a podcast hosting company. For that, there's only one company I recommend, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has a clean, user-friendly interface. Their system is set up to walk you through every step of the process you need to set up your podcast. But if you ever get stuck, I'm more than happy to help you out. Buzzsprout also has the best customer service I've ever experienced. So even if I'm unable to help, rest assured that your problem will be handled. You can try Buzzsprout free for 90 days to see what it's all about by using my affiliate link. Just go to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. That's thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. If you use that link and choose to upgrade to a paid plan, Buzzsprout will even send you a $20 Amazon gift card after your second paid month. It's a win for everybody. Let me know if you have any questions But head on over to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout today, and I can't wait to see what you create.